So Jedi, when we look on Transistor for all of our downloads, we have all sorts of great badges. One of them is how many shows in a row we've done, and that went down the tubes. <laughs> so people are probably wondering why we haven't had a show in a couple of weeks. And our man Derek there has been hitting you up, Joe. Do you want to say what's happened? Well, so crazy story. I had a heart attack in October. And I remember specifically the day I said to my wife, I think I'm having a heart attack. But you know, like you watched Red Fox when you were a kid. Hey, Elizabeth, oh, oh, is, oh, I'm yeah. coming. I just always assumed a heart attack would buckle your knees. And I, I splashed some water in my face, took some breaths, and I was fine, I thought. And I went about my day. And for weeks, I was just progressively getting worse to the point where by Thanksgiving week, I couldn't catch my breath like at all. And then the day after Thanksgiving, after not being able to eat food, I had to go to the hospital. I thought I was dying for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A little scary, but yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. This morning I went on Twitter. The first thing trending was this heart attack. I'm like, how, how strange is that? So I looked it up. Jedi, do you know the difference between a heart attack and cardiac arrest? Because I didn't. No. Cardiac arrest, your heart actually stops beating. Heart attack, it keeps beating. Cardiac arrest, you do need CPR. And heart attack, like you said, Joe, you can just be talking and doing whatever. You do not need CPR. It's kind of yeah. weird. The difference between the Literally two. just like, like I breathe through it, hit some water on my face. I think I slapped myself once and I was like, all right, let's get to work. So a heart attack is just blockages, right? It's blockages, yeah. So what yeah. did they have to do at the, the hospital? So um, if you, you could see my hand here, it's a little bit discolored. They went through my wrist, and from my wrist, they ran a wire to my heart, and they put two stents in my heart while I was awake, which is insane. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, they give you some drugs. So you're kind of in your, although the messed up part is they're like, don't move. And while I was in my state, a couple of times I thought I was moving around a lot. Mm -hmm. And when I kind of, I would realize like, no, I'm not fighting anybody right now. So I'm still not moving. But yeah, it was a, it was weird. The worst part, Todd, was when they took it out. I could literally feel the wire going through my body and ultimately coming out my wrist i don't know if i'm supposed to be that awake for it but (laughs) yeah that was freaky i get i get queasy that's crazy did it hurt my wrist is very sore but it was more the they help make you hold it at a weird angle and so it kind of was screwing my shoulder up the worst part is they also had to go through my groin oh Oh. yeah here's a little tmi they they shaved my crotch and uh, they they ran a second wire through my crotch and up to my heart. That didn't hurt at all. And I felt that one less on the way out. Now, here's the other fun part. January 3rd, I got to go back because there's still one more blockage that they want to get at. And they didn't want to overwhelm me on the first day. So we'll have to go in there, yeah. get one more <laughs> into the heart. But I'm fine. I feel great now. I'm breathing. And that's the important thing. Yeah, Boy, when you can't breathe. You really appreciate breathing a lot more. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Joe, not only that, you couldn't breathe. And there are people that wouldn't go to the doctor. How can that not be your number one goal to breathe? Todd, let me tell you guys something. While I was in the recovery, 
they and I was at Hartford Hospital, by the way. Amazing. It's the best heart hospital in Connecticut. So thank God. It's like 10 minutes from my house. I talked to several of the people in recovery, and some of these people that had their heart attack in February, March, and April. And here we are, you know, in December, and they were right. just going in to get and like that. I mean, I went 30 days without doing it. I imagine like six, seven months. And having those same kind of where you're like, I can't breathe. Like it took me one day where I really just could not catch my breath before I tapped out. Yeah. So we're glad you're back. We're glad to do some more shows. But there's one person that really wanted you to get back to work, Joe. Yes. Yes, he did. (laughs) This is WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana giving a shout out to you, Joe. This is from Todd and Jetty and yours truly, Tito Santana. You know, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I understand you recently had a heart attack. Well, get your butt off the bed and start feeling better and get healthy, my friend. I understand that you can handle a heart attack. But have you ever been in the ring with the likes of Don Morocco, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Mr. Wonderful? That is the only qualification and the only way you could handle a heart attack, my friend. I don't feel sorry for you. You have not proven anything. Now you got to get up. Stop being a baby and get back to work immediately. Arriba! Greetings, Marks. It's been a while here at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond since we did a show. It, it seems like we dropped off the face of the earth. We didn't. We just had an unexpected situation that Joe just talked about. Glad he's back. You know, uh, thanks for your patience and still tuning in. The human body is a fascinating specimen in itself, yet we still don't know much about it, do we, Todd? No, I'm really excited for this episode. It sucks that it had to happen to Joe for us to talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, by the way. Thank you for Tito Santana. That that definitely put a big smile on my face. But, Joe, the thing about Tito Santana, when I watch a guy like that doing $25 cameos, the first thing that pops into my head is, did Vince McMahon just keep all the money? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. Right. Joe, it was it was twelve dollars extra to get twenty four hour expedited shipping from him, and I go, I think I'm gonna roll the dice. I don't think he has anything going on. I went grocery <laughs> shopping. I came back. I had it already back from him. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that was hilarious, though. Tito Santana, yeah, that was great. I I did him, Joe, because I know you liked him, and he was Arriba! on one of his shows before. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, he's great. <laughs> that was awesome. 
So we're going to talk about the human body and just how crazy it is, all the things that have to happen for us to be living. And my biggest question is, is this just a random thing or did something happen at some point where we were made or something from a lab or something? Because all these things to line up exactly doesn't seem possible. You know, interestingly enough, they said a big part of my my blockages is genetics that, that you know, my whole family has high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And, you know, we, we don't eat great. We don't eat, we don't eat healthy foods. And so you put all those things together genetics wise, you know, kind of already predisposed to this sort of thing happening. You know what what I kept thinking about when, when you told me about Joel Todd the first time, remember our show episode 27 and we spoke with Caitlin, the psychic or the, the tarot card reader. Remember she was was telling you about your diet. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what she told me? And it's hilarious that you bring that up because don't think it didn't cross my mind. She said to me, lay off the Cokes. Now, as you'll both recall, I spent three months working at a radio station leading up to the election day. And every morning I go to Starbucks, I get my sausage, egg and cheese breakfast sandwich and a Trenta iced coffee with cream and sugar. And I would finish that up as I was getting off the air. There's a soda machine in the lobby. It's free. And I would load that giant cup up with soda, drive home, drinking it, 40-minute ride home. And then I would sip on it and, you know, do work. We would record shows or whatever. Yeah, I was pounding the Cokes big time. So she was that Jedi. Wow. Totally like, I remember she saying that and thinking like, screw off, lady. But (laughs) yeah. That, that wasn't is, a that great idea funny. in hindsight. Yeah, right. So, Joe, those days are over, right? The Starbucks and the sodas, or yo, God, yeah, yeah. And mostly, what I'm eating is fruit and vegetables and anything without salt on it. Do you do I mean, we get... those Red yeah. Bulls? No, no, yeah, no. I was never, never. But literally, I mean, I've and it's funny. The funny story too is I was never a big soda drinker my entire life. And it's really only been in the last about year or so where I would have like four or five Cokes a year, literally pizza restaurant, you know, you order a pizza and you get a Coke. Yeah, exactly. Right. Open faced Coke in a glass with some ice. Otherwise, I never bought soda. I actually uh, uh, some years ago, uh, again, more of an iced tea water drinker. I took my daughter to a birthday party. My daughter's 21 now, so she was about 12. And they had a table with all the different sodas on it. And my daughter was like, hey, can I get some soda? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, just which one looks good? And she scans across the table. It's a Coke, Pepsi. I mean, you you name a flavor and they had it. And she was like, I'll have the Zoop. And I was like, the Zoop? And the hostess of the party looked at me and she goes, I'm sorry, honey. What does she want? And and then my daughter goes, can I get the Zup? And I was like, oh, you want seven up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how dumb we were. We had no idea what that was a seven and not a Z. So that's how we've been all our lives. But yeah, pounding the sodas. No good. High in sodium, high in sugar. And that is terrible for your heart. Although, again, I told the doctors that. And they were like, you know, if you think like six months of drinking soda gave you a heart attack, you don't have to pretend this works. Didn't help. (laughs) Didn't help. The drinking. Uh, yeah. the, you know, the weed stuff like that. I was still smoking. Yeah. I literally stopped smoking cigarettes the day this happened because I assumed it had something to do with that. Right. And but like you did. said, 
it's a, just probably a combination of all those things. Yeah. We get like this one machine to take care of our lives and most of us just don't do it. I mean, I think all the time it can't be good eating like giant pizzas with all the cheese and stuff. And we just do it anyways. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm. It's so, funny. I mean, I'm down uh, because I couldn't eat all month. I'm down to uh, about 220 pounds which yeah. is the lightest I've been in quite a few years and is great. Cause now Jedi, I I've decided, cause I've had a bunch of people offer to work out with me. Mm-hmm. I want to get down to middleweight. I want to get down to 185. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not that far off in the grand scheme. Yeah. Of Once you get down in a little bit better shape, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you to the football field. I'm going to call to Bucky Jones and we're going to do a reenactment. <laughs> yeah. See if we can stop him at the one again. <laughs> but Legendary. Joe, speaking, speaking of your daughter, how emotional were you when you saw that post that she wrote on Facebook? We talked about that. Yeah. That got me too. Yeah, it was good. It was a good did one. I, yeah. Did I send you that, Jedi? Just talking about the memories and Joe being in her class when she was a kid reading a book and how happy she was that you're okay now. That is scary, Joe, because you're way too young to be having a heart attack. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I definitely am, and I definitely don't plan on having another one. That's for sure. That is on my list of things to not do. <laughs> so, yeah, if I have to eat crappy, healthy food from now on, you know, and and not hit the uh, not hit the old weed box anymore, eh, I'll do yeah. it. You know, I just I gotta live. And and the one thing you have to avoid, and I fall into this trap all the time, and. Derek is going to be like, Todd's talking about his feet again, but <laughs> my feet, I'll take such good care of them. And then all of a sudden I'll be all better. And I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to put my sandals on and play with the kids all day and <laughs> jump around. And then the next day I can't walk. So you just can't fall into the trap being like, I feel great. Let me just do this stuff again. I'll be fine. Yeah. hundred percent. You got to take care of yourself. I think that's, that's definitely again, man. What was that? What was her name? Jenny? Caitlin. Caitlin, oh, yeah. man. Don't that played in my head a million times over. And every time I had to meet another doctor or cardiologist and explain, like, so tell me what led up to this. I'm like, a lot of soda, a lot of soda. <laughs> I think it was the soda. It. Yeah. Oh, Jedi. It was, I swear to God, that, that scenario was playing out in my head, especially at night. Cause you know, you're alone a lot of the time <laughs> and there's a lot of time to reflect and think about things. And that kept coming into my head over and over again. And I'm like, I hate Caitlin. <laughs> Damn so, it. I have a list of different things about the body that we can go over and talk about, but each one of them, I mean, Joe, you, you talk about any part of your body. It's amazing how it works and exists. It doesn't matter what the body part is, but just one more thing on the heart. Did you know it synchronizes to the rhythm of the music that you listen to? Is that Which right? Is like baffles my mind. Wow. Yeah, that's just something something about the heart. But when you think about the body, what is the number one thing that amazes you guys the most? Because for me, it's emotions. The the thought that you could look at something and tears could come out of your eyes if it's happy or sad. That is just bizarre. That's like something not tangible. But what do you guys think? Just like a crazy part of your body is. For me, it's the brain how resilient it is and you know how one person can handle these hardships in their lives and another person cannot yeah like mental it, illness and stuff like right, that right exactly if you want to be impressed by the brain there's a case that you guys should look up the the porco case p o r k o this dude was like a, a big time 
a lawyer or like public defender in New York and his son hit him with an ax like 15 times in the brain and didn't penetrate his brain enough that he died. And so he actually literally got up bleeding horribly all over his from his brain. He got up, he made breakfast, got his coffee. He was spilling stuff everywhere. It was a disaster. He went outside. He actually got the newspaper, locked himself out, Todd, went into the garden, found the the um the rock that had the key underneath it, opened the door back up, let himself back inside, and then dropped dead uh, right there in the foyer. And so initially cops were like, what the hell happened here? It is one of the craziest things you'll ever see in your life. And again, the power of what your brain can do, especially your conscious if yeah. your brain is, st- I mean, literally this guy did what you would do every single morning. Had he not bled out, he probably yeah. would have eventually gotten dressed and driven to work with this, with these massive head wounds. So yeah, yeah I mean, crazy. the human body is insane the way it works and operates. And I just feel like Jedi, the brain is the thing we don't know as much about as other parts. If, if any other part of your body is hurt, you could just look at it, you know, and you'd be like, oh, your knee, I can see that the bone is out of place. Your brain, like, what are you looking at if you're a doctor? Because my daughter has to go for an MRI. They want to kind of see, because I told you guys she's really far behind. And they said, like, they could maybe see some sparks or something in one part of the brain, or they could tell it's not developed. But I think it's a lot more difficult if you're looking at the brain than if you're looking at your heart. Well, did you hear that what Elon Musk is trying to do? He's trying to put that chip in it, and he's willing to take his own chip himself. Yeah, uh, he he's saying to... it's supposed to be like a bridge for artificial intelligence and human beings. Joe is not going to be in line with us, Jedi. No, <laughs> you won't either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Good God, this guy is so annoying. What is wrong oh with my God, Elon I love, Musk? I... Jedi, you like Elon Musk, right? Well, he's a fascinating human being. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and now the new owner of Twitter. So all that drama with that <laughs> you know, is interesting. In he's itself. trying really hard to get people to engage on Twitter again. I get it because that platform <laughs> definitely was falling off. And I've blocked him on Twitter because you don't, you don't even need to follow him to see 50 tweets a day from him because everybody retweets and, and you know, quote tweets. And so you just you can't get away from it. And I find it so annoying. Yeah, same yeah. on Reddit. They do and the e- same thing on Reddit. Yeah, I don't go too far down this Elon Musk path, but even the people that hate him, it's driving Twitter. It's making Twitter even oh, more popular. He Listen, I'll say this about Elon. He's not stupid. <clears throat> No, of course not. You know, and uh, for anybody who's like, oh, you know, he's he's really going far to the right. I think there's a certain degree of Alex Jonesing here, if you will. Put it like this. My mom keeps saying to me, she's like, I don't know if you should if you should get right back into going on air because, you know, you, you get all crazy sometimes and you're all loud and boisterous. And I'm like, I'm acting like a lot of this is acting right. Mm. I'm performing here. It's a it's an act. It's an act to get people right to engage, engage. That's all we're doing here is. So there is a a lot of the elements of what we're doing here is performance. And I think people need to understand again, that everything you see on the internet, is not real. Yeah. But the mad scientist part of Elon, would you, would you put a chip in your brain? Honestly? No. Would you want that? No. 
Or no, deal with someone who has a chip in their brain. I mean, remember the movie Kingsman when, when Samuel Jackson, he was trying to get everybody to put a chip in their brain and then it exploded? <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the body here, Jedi, what do you think the heaviest part of your body is? It's a little bit of a trick question. Not the human head that weighs eight pounds. No. <laughs> nice. Um, Six, 16% of your body weight. Your your bones. Skin. Because we yeah. know it's the biggest organ. That's always that trick question. But huh. 600 sweat pores each square inch. That's just like wild how that how this all comes together. And the human teeth are as strong as shark's teeth. If you brush I mean, not, them. Not, not pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, not pressure or anything. <laughs> so I can bite a shark. <laughs> Yeah. And they say enamel is the hardest part of your body, harder than your skull, the enamel on your teeth. Really? But I just think, I mean, I what was life like like 10,000 years ago, Joe? Like what what is the latest thing do you think that's evolved in the body? You know that the brain, the brain has just been getting bigger and everything else was getting smaller and when we literally switched over to cooked meat that's where you get all the proteins and stuff. And again, it really helped to expand the mind and shrink the stomach. And so we became a, a much more cerebral beast than what we were previously. And we were already, you know, over 5 million years making amazing strides as, as humans towards whatever we were eventually going to become. But that the, 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 the cooking of meat, a hundred percent, the difference maker. In, in the brain evolving and forming the intelligence that we have today. So do you think the next thing will have something to do with your fingers or something? Because we're always on devices. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've heard theories that aliens are time travelers in, in essence is what you're actually seeing in the long skinny fingers and the mm -hmm. what looks like almost like you're wearing VR goggles over your buggy eyes. That that would very much, that's what a lot of scientists think eventually we're going to become long fingered so you can type, 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 type with VR goggles on your face, which makes a lot more sense than something coming from somewhere else in the galaxy. So those yeah. pictures of aliens are just humans evolved to the maximum. Yep. Which makes a lot more sense because again, understanding time and space for you to be able to travel in time back or forth in time. Not only do you have to know the time, but because we're rotating and also basically flying through outer space, uh, we're never quite in the same space or, or, or time. And so you would have to be able to account for both of those things. So I've said before, you know, if you're coming from outside the Milky Way, Earth's a tough find. It's a mm -hmm. tough, that would be a really tough yeah. thing for you to find. If you knew it was here because you're coming from the future and you're coming backwards and, and through space and time, that would make a lot more sense that, you know, whatever we evolve into in the future would be coming back to see what we were doing to fuck it all up in the first place, you know? <laughs> well, Mark, the time traveler that we had on another show seems to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. And then just like space, the human body is something that everyone should be talking about every day, but people just live and just like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. How isn't everyone like, what is happening right now? I have these hands to pick things up. I have these feet to walk on. Everything is like perfectly symmetrical. 
Have you seen that comedian? I forget his last name. His name's Gary something, but he talks about how the body's a bunch of molecules and your molecules have just all cut. He's like, these molecules are called Gary. Like that's messed <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. yeah, it really is. When you, if you really do right, Todd understands sort of what we are and how we came to be. It's a really bizarre set of yeah. circumstances it really is it's so strange and then you're walking and then to help you walk you have like these elastic bands on the back of your heel i mean what? how random right? i mean there's no way we were a germ or something and it just somehow got into this and you want to have a child you have sperm inside of you and you get to get to an egg and you need to know to do that you know what i mean do you think if you put uh, a boy and a girl in a room and they were just born and they live just the two of them, they would eventually know instinctively to have sex. I think they would figure it out. Didn't you watch? I think they would. I... <laughs> yeah, I know. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think you would, you would eventually, you would eventually figure it out, you know, because again, that's another part of the body is that we have, we have needs and, and, you know, it's funny, again, health-wise, I've always felt like my body tells me when it wants something or if it's in the mood for something, and that's not a great theory that I was working on, you know? There's probably more to it than that, but <laughs> I, I do. I remember as a kid, you know, you guys ever lick sand when you were a kid? No. Or dirt, just <laughs> no licking desire. dirt off the ground? You never did that? <laughs> if your body is lacking in iron your brain is like lick that dirt because it yeah. wants the iron from the dirt. Like, you know, we are, we are again, cause we are animals and we are very instinctual. And if your brain is like, I need iron, it's, it's going to convince you that you should lick dirt. Well, Joe, if you were a prisoner or something and they didn't give you water, cause I knew this happened at, um, what do you call it there? I'm, I'm having a, with uh, Hitler. Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I heard, when they were in there, if someone came to clean, when they sprayed whatever it was, some type of cleaning, people would get down their hands and knees and be like trying to lick it. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dave Chappelle was telling a story recently about uh, like in the African bush, they'll catch a baboon with a salt trap. So basically what they do is they put salt in a really small area and maybe in a tree trunk and the, the chimp will come over and, and he grabs the salt and the salt makes his hand swell and then his arm is stuck. And he doesn't want to let go of the salt because he's stupid. He doesn't understand if I let go of the salt, I'd be able to pull my hand out. Eventually, after a couple of days, they'll come over and they'll they'll cut him loose. And that thing immediately will eat the salt. Now he's super thirsty and he will go find water, whether it's digging a hole to get to an underground spring. And then they both drink. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, because the human body can't survive on no water at all. Right. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, what is it? You can just go a few days without water, but you can go a couple weeks without food if you had mm -hmm. to. Yep. Yeah, and water the other goes thing we're a talking long about, way. When you were saying that Gary joke, Joe, like, so we have atoms in our body. I know we've probably spoken about this before that are literally stardust, which is just like the craziest yes. billions of years old. Yeah, I was just watching Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about uh, what we're made out of, hydrogen, oxygen, carbon. And, oh, forgot the fourth thing, but it's, I mean, what the universe is made out of is the same main four elements that we're all made up of. And so we are the universe. 
Did you see no, Todd that you know that in one of the facts that we put off a glimmer of light, but no, the human I, I yeah the human that. ha is it's too invisible for the human eye to see. But supposedly every human being puts off a little glimmer of light. Wow, that's crazy. I even saw if you blush, you blush inside. Inside of your stomach turns red. It's kind of another weird what? fact I saw. Yeah, that yeah. is weird. <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff here. Um, now, how about how about self-healing? Your like, fingernail falls off. It knows to grow back. But another one isn't just going to grow over the first one. Like It knows. You get a cut or a bruise. That stuff is insane to me. How well, and the, know? the power of the mind in self-healing. I mean, look at Magic Johnson. His positive outlook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one that had the willpower to make the AIDS go away. Right? Yeah. So, Joe, oh. speaking of AIDS, speaking of AIDS, now you ever notice like if you talk to an 18-year-old kid and you say mention Paul McCartney, they'll be like, Oh, what is it? Wasn't he like in uh you know the Rolling Stones? How they just don't know? Yep. My friend is a nurse, and I know she probably shouldn't be telling me this information, but she had a 16-year-old girl in the office. It was her and the doctor, and she had HIV, and they brought her mother in, but she was kind of like the same, like, oh, what, what is that? Like, they don't know it like we know it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A 16-year-old has no yeah. idea, but it was like from being sexually active. But imagine that you're, you're 16 and, and you have that, but you just don't know. I mean, you just don't know what it was like in the 80s. Oh, God, right? They would have no idea how serious yeah. that was. And now, I mean, I see so many commercials and ads for, like, one-a-day pills if you have AIDS yeah. where you can have sex and not spread it even. Like, imagine mm. that. Like, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Don't know Don't know if I would trust it. And take yeah, I can. still wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she said the mother the mother had to come in. But I'm like, oh, my God, that is that's right. I mean, I guess you really would have no idea. Like, we know. I mean, I still don't think it's like that safe of a thing. <laughs> you know, I still think it's pretty bad, but right. And oddly enough, Dr. Fauci, once again, Dr. Anthony Fauci, big, big, big reason why AIDS is the way it is today. And in the future, COVID will be like that. COVID will be like what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like no I mean, big deal. What happened yeah. to the flu? What happened to the common cold? Nobody's talking about those things. Oh, yeah, there's like huge outbreaks of both of those things now, cold and flu. And it's funny because I went so, by the way, I went to two different urgent care clinics after the heart attack because I was like, something ain't right with me. And first I got diagnosed with the flu, which was incorrect. And the second time I got diagnosed with pneumonia. But both of those things are totally on the rise right now. Even the common cold we're seeing, you know, now that the little kitties at school aren't masked up anymore. Everybody's getting sick, which is nice. It's good for the immune system, which we need. You know, yeah. we totally need our immune systems. We got to get <laughs> germs. You know, I was watching a bit from George Carlin, who actually suggested a super virus could become problematic for us because we're we're such mussies and uh, our immune systems are so weakened these days. And so, yeah, masking up and, and isolating probably in the grand scheme of things was not a great idea. Now, what do you think COVID would do to that North Sentinel Island? Oh, imagine. <laughs> yeah, there would there would be no North Sentinel Island, I don't think. Because yeah, you need you, you need to get sick to like give right? your body some practice. Yeah, it's not good if you're never sick. 
Yeah, so, those poor Jedi, people would be wiped out, dude. That'd be bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Now, Jedi, what about eyes? That is another, just the strangest thing. You open these things and you can see. And then not only us, what about if you're like an eagle or something? Those are things that I can really see. Right? The super, super, you know, night vision. <laughs> yeah. Owls. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was watching the show, Joe. It's on Netflix. It's called Animal. Have you seen that? It's like an it's like a nature episode on all different animals. And just the ones on the birds are insane. There's this falcon that goes 240 miles an hour. Jeez. And it can see something from like a mile away, like a, a bunny or something, and it just it can get it. It's it's amazing fascinating. I know I know you love animals like oh, this. Those shows. Because he- well, it, just for that reason, Todd, is like you, you see stuff like that and it's like, holy smokes, dude. But again, right, that's evolution is he finds the a certain prey and right. It, it, it just sort of fits. And he eventually over time has to evolve to develop the skills to see something from like two miles away. And then he needs the speed, right, to go 240 miles an hour to yeah. get that thing. It's the way everything in on this planet works to me is insane. It, it, it's just when we talk about things and the way things evolve, it's not like it happens quick, right? It's a long process. But, man, everything works like clockwork. Yeah, it really does. It's amazing. Now, how much water are you drinking, Joe? Now you drinking a, a lot, lot of water. It's yeah. all, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much all I'm drinking. So I have, um, it's funny how your brain works. I have this little bottle of water, right? But if I don't have this bottle of water, if I can't find it, I don't drink water that day. It's so stupid. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. If I put it in a cup, mm-hmm. yeah, just like your mind. Cause I really think water is like some type of miracle thing. If you're not feeling good, I always like either drink water, hop in the shower. When I had my foot problem, when I was at, uh, what was it? Sako? But I went to Maine and have my feet in that freezing cold water. Like it just does wonders. The water oh, for your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every time I feel a little down and out, like a shower hits the spot. Yeah. I'm, you know, obviously drinking a ton of water now. It's pretty much all I can drink at this point. <laughs> so yeah, water. Well, again, and understand how much of our body is made up of hydrogen, right? How much of us, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about your water weight, stuff like that. Water, and again, look at how much of the planet we live on consists of water. The atmosphere is made up of water, right? It's all super interconnected in that way. Speaking of the atmosphere, you notice we don't talk about the ozone layer anymore. Remember, that was a big thing. Time out. All right. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you remember in 1987, the hole in the ozone layer, and they blamed the floral, floral carbons or whatever it was? And the world over, they, everybody put in some efforts. They, right, changed the way cooling and refrigeration even operates. And the hole in the ozone layer closed. Like, we have the ability to fix these things. And it worked. And now the problem that we have is, is everything is being trapped inside the atmosphere, which is what's causing this this warming or or climate oh, change. Oh, so they're yeah. like, let's open it back up. <laughs> so it's probably time to crack that bad boy open. Get a little get a little air in here. Yeah, yeah. We did too good a job closing it, and now oh look, screwed again. That's that's hilarious. Um, Trying to play God is what we're doing. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just let it be. Let everything like the chips fall as they may. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But the other crazy thing is you're born with about 290 bones. And then when you're an adult, you have like 210. A lot of them fuse together. And the crazy thing is some of them are like, they're not fully formed yet because you need to get through like the womb and the cervix. And then they develop after, which is so weird because that like to me thinks that that was created or something. Because even when I think of like animals in the sea, oh, they're this color so they can blend in or they have, I don't know, this little thing to, to kill things, this sharp thing. Like, what do you mean it has it for that unless it was invented? I'm always well, amazed by that. No, that's a good question. Solid point. Again, th those things eventually start to evolve. I think if anybody, if you want to be fascinated by something, look up an octopus. Oh, yeah. Right. The stuff Highly that you. Intelligent. Jedi, the stuff that you know from cartoons about octopus is mind blowing. You know, the idea that they can get through a keyhole and, right. and whatever have you like, that's real. I was watching a video. <laughs> this, uh, this octopus was underground and he basically found like a really nice shell and he took it and he put it under his arm and he went about his day. And he kept this thing under his arm and the scientists were tracking him like, oh, it's so weird. What is he doing? And that night when he's getting ready for bed, he went inside the shell for protection. Like he found that thing early in the day and was like, you know what? Let's sleep in here and be safe tonight. And he carried it with him all day only to again, right? Seek shelter in it. Like that's planning. Right. That is like, th that is kind of beyond what you would ever expect an animal's intelligence to be. Right. Those things are fascinating. Like that's the most uh, fascinating animal on the entire planet, the octopus. I saw a video, Joe. I don't know if you've ever seen it where they have an octopus on a ship and a little piece of its like tentacle, or whatever, gets through its little hole. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we lost him. He's gone. And little by mm -hmm. little. And it was the coolest looking thing. It just kind of slithered through this little hole. Yeah. Those things are so insanely smart. It's not even funny. And, and again, you have to figure to yourself how many millions of years of evolution did it take for that animal to get as smart as it's become kind of comparable to humans yeah and didn't the rhino used to have a, was it a bigger horn or a smaller horn i think that evolved too bigger much bigger horn yeah, yeah I'm telling you dude all of these wild the, all of these animals are to watch an animal and this is why I'm so fascinated by them because it, 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 you know, some of these animals have been around for millions of years, things like crocodiles, you know, they've been around a long time. Sharks, millions of years to, to see where that, you know, sharks used to be gigantic. Now they're, you know, normal sized and still as destructive as they've ever been. I mean, I, I don't understand all of it, but I'm, I'm just absolutely fascinated by it. Yeah. And speaking of that episode 25, King of the Jungle, I want to change my <laughs> pick because after watching a documentary on hippopotamuses, I'm like, I just feel like they would just step on a crocodile. Those things are so enormous. Huge. It's hard to even like wrap your mind around. It's crazy. Yeah. And they're extremely territorial. Like they will, they've attacked people in boats just crossing a river because yeah. they're like, get the hell out of here. This is where I hang out. Right. I know. Yeah, they're, they're mean. And we're talking about the human body. All this stuff goes for animals and everything. I mean, birds, what has to happen for them to fly and stuff is mind-blowing, too. But this what like about the, the things that, that may become extinct, like people with blue eyes or red hair? 
you know, how come they're not evolving to retain the blue eyes and red hair for future generations? That's also fascinating. Yeah. 2% of people have green eyes. So you'd think if any have to go, it would be that, I would imagine. But yeah, that, that is weird. Or could there be like another hair color or something in the future? Imagine. No, it wouldn't, wouldn't be unthinkable. You know, again, just the idea of, of, and I, you know, this will make some people maybe uncomfortable, but we were, we were all black at one point. We came from the African plains and from there moved outward to Europe. And when you got to Europe, the, the human body's ability to retain sunlight and to hold in the sunlight is what created blonde haired blue eyed people. The body evolved to know that you needed certain things and that they weren't reflecting the sun. It was absorbing the sun. Like that kind of stuff is. And again, I could see where you're like, well, somebody had to make that happen because that is amazing. Again, just the way nature works there, there definitely seems to be some element of is somebody or something making these things happen. No, I, I, I understand that. I definitely understand it. I don't believe in it. But I could see that I could see the argument for it. Definitely. Yeah. Like these people playing like a video game and we are the video game or something like living in a simulation. Yeah. I mean, you you 100 percent can't rule that out. I know you don't believe. No. In that, but oh, I, yeah. Todd, here's the thing. Right. I'm I, I know I'm a smart ass. Know it all. Totally get that. I don't believe in God. It's not to say that I've ruled out the possibility that there is one. I haven't seen any evidence that would blow me away. I'm like, oh, definitely. Again, I don't I don't know the things that I don't know. I think I know some stuff, but I would never be as arrogant to be like, definitely not that because who knows? Right. I mean, the idea of, of I listen to enough physicists to at least entertain the thought that this is all someone's simulation, which would suck and would just make me hate Caitlin all the more. <laughs> i just want to touch on one more thing when we talk about covid and stuff now do you think like there's a chance that there can't be like 50 billion people living on earth so they throw like covid cancer earthquakes all this other stuff random people crash that's why buildings. they don't cure anything right depopulation by sickness i also think that the earth knows what it's capable of handling like not in yeah. a in a in a thinking sense, but in a what is sustainable. And I do think that maybe a lot of the natural disasters, a lot of these diseases, worldwide pandemics. Again, the, none of this is new, right? Everybody knows what the bubonic plague is. I mean, we've we've had these things all throughout time. I do think it, at times the Earth is like too many of you, too much stuff on there. Gotta 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 cleanse the palate a little bit and i think that that's where a lot of that stuff comes from yeah i agree i think so too and i listen i love the people that want to save the planet i respect it i i i'm totally on board with that but i think like you kind of alluded to before todd the planet's going to take care of itself this it's going to take a lot for this planet to be destroyed and for us to be as arrogant as we are to think like oh we're going to do it this planet will swallow us up whole grow right over anything and every right like a million years from now somebody could visit this planet and think that nothing ever lived here because it would just everything would be covered and overgrown right 
Oh yeah, like not... right now the Kilauea is going off in Hawaii. The volcanoes are going off. Oh, yeah. So yeah, scary. and not only that, exactly Joe. What the, you're pe saying. the people that want to save the Earth are <laughs> extremely annoying. <laughs> they are that too. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I think we should uh, get ready to wrap up. We have a double header going today. Yeah, we got to catch time, up. Back to back. So, yeah, uh, check us out on Clovercrest Media, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond on Facebook. I think that does it, Jedi. Yeah, Marks, the end is here. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. And hey, if you want to support us even more, buy us a coffee on Buy Me a Coffee. Thanks for listening and take care of yourselves. See ya. <laughs>